It seems that over the last few weeks, everywhere you turn, people are talking about hamburgers that aren't hamburgers. Meat made from plants, and not in the traditional sense of cow eat plants, turns into more cow. These plants, mostly soy and pea, are turned into meat in a lab. But why? Today we're going to take a look at the rise of these meat substitutes. We will look at the two main companies behind this new wave of vegan meat alternatives. We'll find out how their products are different from each other, and why we should care about them. Today we're going beyond meat and taking a look at the impossible foods of the future. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual, and this is the rise of the meat substitute. If you live in Canada, you likely have been hearing a lot about the Beyond Meat Burger. A&W has been selling Beyond Meat in Canada since July of last year, but has only really hit the grocery stores here in the last few weeks. There's been a push to get the meat alternative into the grocery store fridges before grilling season kicked off last weekend. Beyond Meat is a California-based company that has been in business since about 2009, and their mission is to fulfill the world's protein needs with plants rather than animals. Why? They say to improve animal health, human health, reduce the impact that feeding a growing population has on the environment, reduce the use of global resources like fresh water, currently a third of all fresh water goes to feeding livestock, and again to improve animal welfare. Beyond Meat makes their meat alternative mostly with pea protein. This is mixed with canola oil, coconut oil, cellulose, potato starch, maltodextrin, yeast extract, salt, beef, uh, beet juice color, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, Their burgers do not contain peanuts or tree nuts. However, there has been some new research uh, stating people with peanut allergies may have a reaction to pea protein. So if you have a peanut allergy, maybe be a little careful. Beyond Meat Burgers are also gluten and soy-free and GMO-free. Currently, Beyond Meat is valued at $3.8 billion and is sold in 50 countries. Full disclosure, I have yet to try either of these products. One, the Impossible Burger, I can't get unless I travel to the U.S. The other, Beyond Meat, I actually looked for in the grocery store last night and couldn't find. Now, I'm not opposed to trying either of these, I just haven't done it yet. When I do, I'll write about it. Due to the fact that I haven't tried either of these products, I can't speak to the flavor, texture, or overall meatiness of either of them. What I can say is that love the idea or hate it, Meat alternatives are only going to become more and more prevalent, and likely in a few years, no one will be able to tell the difference between meat and not meat. There are some issues with these products. They are both very high in sodium and saturated fats, and I think that this is going to have to change before these really become a true meat alternative. And when I say true meat alternative, I mean meat eaters, the people who regularly eat meat, choose them over meat sometimes. I think that it's important and an inevitability that we have that we move partially away from animal protein sources. Beyond any other issue, it just isn't sustainable with the current rate of global population growth. Excuse me, uh, it just doesn't make sense. So, if a company can produce a meat alternative that really is easier on the environment and tastes great, I think it is fantastic. Now, I think these alternatives and the ones these companies and companies like them will be producing in the near future will in some ways allow us to have our cake and eat it too. We may still be able to get that delicious meat flavor and texture, but without the meat. I think it is an exciting and important prospect. What do you think? 
I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been a look at the rise of the meat substitute. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like, subscribe, rate, or comment on the podcast. You can even share it with your friends. Uh, and yeah, you can check the written version of this out at howtonotburnshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5, and tomorrow is Brief History Day. We're going to take a look at the brief history of beer. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Wednesday.